0: Can the Bills continue their charge into the postseason at Los Angeles? And of course, we got the Dallas Cowboys at Miami Dolphins. Both these teams need wins for playoff seeding. Currently, the two seed on two seed, all that and more coming up on this Christmas week of football games, six-pack style. Next. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Appreciate all the everydayers out there. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Today's episode brought to you by PrizePicks. Picks. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash Locked On NFL and use code all lowercase. Locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. All right. We got Thursday nighters. We got uh, Saturday games and we've got a triple header of Monday night Christmas Day games, Matt, that we're going to pick on Friday. We're going to focus on the earlier part of the week here Um, and uh, some good holiday games starting Saturday. Let's go Bengals at your Steelers. And uh, this is a game where. The uh, the Steelers are getting points at home. How confident are you on this version of the Steelers? And who's even playing quarterback for this home dog against the Jake Browning-led Cincinnati Bengals?
1: Boy, I, I've done a lot of Brown- Bengals homework, as you can imagine. And Browning's numbers are really impressive. They're very Brock Purdy-like, to be honest with you, in terms of efficiency. Like all the metrics I really care about. And it's only been three weeks. But the only guy ahead of him in a lot of the stuff I really care about is Purdy. And and he's well ahead of him. But, I mean, to even be mentioned in that neighborhood is really, really impressive. And they're getting the ball out of his hands quick and throwing to backs and throwing to tight ends. And the Steelers don't have any safeties. They basically don't have any linebackers. Like, running backs and tight ends are destroying them. We're not going to see Jamar Chase. You'll see Porter on Higgins, which is an okay matchup. Um, But you're going to see Mason Rudolph unless – Pickett, Pickett is uh, is limited in practice. There's, it's not a 0% chance that he doesn't come back, but it's not going to be Trubisky. It's going to be Mason Rudolph for the simple reason of this. Trubisky just puts the ball in harm's way way too much, and the Steelers' formula, if they're to, to do anything well, is just they can't turn the ball over. they got to play it close to the vest. they got to run the football, and Rudolph values the football much more than Trubisky. I think Cincinnati's just in such a better place than the Steelers right now. I think there's a chance the Steelers lose out and end up with a, a six-game losing streak to finish the season. I mean, they, they these are the next couple of games are harder than the ones they've lost. Um, I think they're in a bad place, and I know they're home and all that good stuff. But, man, I mean, I, I think that since he's the much better team right now.
0: Pittsburgh weather? Anything that, that could that could impact this, yeah. this weekend? I say that because it's raining like crazy over here on the West Coast, and this is the season uh, for for some bad weather football games that could really affect some lines. Maybe keep things closer for some teams.
1: I don't think any crazy storms, but I would think there'll be a dusting, and it's going to be cold down by the rivers and windy, mm-hmm. and you know it's probably some snow involved. But so these teams played in Week Twelve, which doesn't seem that long ago. And the Steelers whipped up on them, to be honest with you. That's the only – remember, that was the fired – Matt Canada was fired. The Steelers played the Bengals, and they finally got to 400 yards. And my hometown thought the world was rosy and unicorns and all the – and then since then, they've been horrible. They've lost to the Cardinals, Patriots, and Colts. But since that game, the Bengals are basically sixth in total offense where the Steelers are 30th. Like, Mm -hmm. since that game, they've just totally – been different teams they're just trending the opposite directions
0: yeah I hate the way the the Steelers are trending and for you Brutal. Know, Browning I mean congratulations for tra- Jake Browning you mentioned what he's doing statistically right now to be mm-hmm. mentioned in the same sentence with the the greatest quarterback of our time <laughs> uh, amazing for um I, I don't like that I don't like that Jamar Chase isn't playing I, I mean no I kind of want to go home, dog, here, and that's why I'm asking you about weather. I want, you know, I want to hear that Kenny Pickett's gonna play because maybe that helps a little bit. Um, helpful,
1: not that he's great, but it'd be helpful.
0: I don't think I can do it. I got to take the the Bengals,
1: yeah. Two seems like that's is that what you're looking at, too? That's what I heard, Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. The Steelers are getting two points,
1: yeah. I I think that's too low. Uh, The Bengals D is not impressive, and they don't have DJ Reader in this game, but there's nothing going well right right now for the steelers. I mean, the KZs, they're not the KZs great, but like I said, they're not going to both their starting safeties. I mean, they're playing a lot of replacement level guys down the middle of the defense.
0: Right, there we go. Both taking the Bengals here in our uh, the first pick of our Christmas week six pack. All right. Uh Buffalo Bills Every game is a big one for the Buffalo Bills because of the hole they put themselves in in the AFC playoff picture and, uh you know, the lack of tiebreakers that they may have versus some other teams, including those Cincinnati Bengals with that, you know, with some head to heads and other things. So the Bills are at Los Angeles at those Chargers who now are in the interim mode of their season and 12 point home underdogs are those Chargers. Could they get that interim bump and ruin the Bills season. This is the most fascinating game to me on Saturday because of where these two teams are and some unknowns now for what that Chargers team might look like,
1: except the one thing we do know is that Justin Herbert's not going to be running out of the tunnel. No. And yeah, they're on the interim portion of their season, but I think they're in the dog crap version of their season, to be honest (laughs) with you. I mean, I'm still angry with them for having to watch them Thursday night and, I'm such a fool that I started them in my fantasy league and got minus 14 points for their defense. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> and I end up losing by like two. Anyway, so I have a, a standing rule now that's existed for the Niners for a couple of weeks, but now exists for the Chargers in these picks. I don't care what the spread is. I'm picking the Niners. I don't care what the spread is. I'm not picking the Chargers. I don't care who they play, where they're at. I am going to take the favorite all day long. Eleven and a half and a is what I saw last year. I just don't care. I just think that the motivation for these two teams couldn't be any more different. The Bills are on fire. I am taking the Bills gloriously.
0: All right. I think we're both going to take the Bills. 12 points is a lot, but th- there's nothing I can really bank on with those Chargers. Maybe they do get oh. the interim bump, but I'm certainly not going to bet on it, and I love the way the Bills are playing right now. Uh, they've looked great on offense under yeah. Uh, the new offensive coordinator there. So, um, yeah, let's go. Buffalo Bills giving up 12 points to start off this six-pack with those Saturday games. Uh, we're going to look at the Thursday night, our last Saints at Rams, and uh, coming up next, a couple of uh, really good ones. We've got a division matchup with the Lions and Vikings with playoff implications and Cowboys-Dolphins two-seed on two-seed coming up here uh, on Sunday as well next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. As the weather gets colder, NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 to bet with if your team wins that initial bet. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. And you can use that extra 150 bucks, by the way, on spreads, player props, NFL over unders, uh, which team's going to win the Super Bowl. I love building my own parlays. The app is so easy to use. Uh, the website interface is easy to find anything you need, whether it's NFL bets, whether it's futures bets, whether it's college football playoff bets, whether it's um, Major League Baseball futures. Of course, we're in season on the NBA and the NHL. You can find a ton of it, motorsports, combat sports, snooker, everything you can imagine at FanDuel. So, Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL Lions and Vikings. It's the Nick Mullins led Vikings, and it looked like it was going to go OK for those Vikings under Nick Mullins. They're in a tough spot uh, are the Minnesota Vikings here with the. Um, hosting the detroit lions the 10 and 4 lions currently sitting at the three seed they need some help they could climb up to the two seed conceivably maybe with a lot of help end up with the one seed but really what they could do is start to end the viking season with all those seven and seven teams in the nfc right now um favored by three and a half on the road are those vikings at the seven and seven or all those uh, lions at the seven and seven vikings
1: I do think the home road stuff for Jared Goff is real, but I think it's more weather than anything. And this is a dome and yeah, it'll be loud and all that. And I've got a lot of respect for Flores with the Viking defense that is really overachieving in my opinion, but I'm still taking the lions. I think their offense is one of the best in the league. That offensive line makes the whole thing go and go well. I'm a little hesitant to back the lions defense just after one decent game. But I also have my doubts about this Viking situation when they have the ball. Like, Ty Chandler's a good, a nice story, and they should feed him more. And I, I like their receivers, but I just think the quarterback is problematic in Minnesota. So I'm going to take the Lions here.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think the track kind of helps. I, I agree with, yeah. you with with the Rams and, and the way they play with Gibbs and a gothic quarterback. Yeah. You like playing in a dome scenario, mm-hmm. you know. It's not a bad weather road situation here in December for the Detroit Lions, and they're just a better football team. Yeah, and and uh, that's the difference for me. And, and three and a half isn't a huge amount, and I could see the Vikings staying pesky and knocking off the Lions, but they're they're uh, th- that number again. I mean, this is three for three for us, Matt, with the uh, the road favorites. I'm going to take the Lions and give up a three and a half.
1: Yeah, don't love that aspect of it, but hey, I'm just picking like I see them.
0: Man, I'm a road dog guy too, but this week mm-hmm. is just not lining up for me to to take those. And I, I'm I know one of them's gonna hit, but I just don't feel confident on betting any of them here in our in our week sixteen Christmas six pack. How about this one, Matt? This okay. is a game uh, I love and I'm really excited for. Did you have another note on the on the Lions Vikings? Not really. No. Okay. How about the Cowboys, we got the Dallas yeah. Cowboys with 10 and four. They are at the 10 and four Dolphins. This is a rough East Coast swing for those Cowboys, and uh, they lost bad last week to the Bills, and now they've got the Dolphins of the AFC East. The Dolphins are at home, favored by one and a half points. Both of these teams have had a tough time beating good teams, so will we even learn anything? from this game matt is it like the uh, uh what do you even call that uh double entendre no that's not it what's the word for yeah, this like- the, the situation where you have two teams and you're not sure if they're good because they're not beating good teams and then they face each other so if they beat the other team does that still mean that they beat a good team i don't know i don't know what to expect in this game yeah it just makes me kind of want to take the points except that the dolphins a really good run on the football and we saw the cowboys get gouged on the ground last week
1: Yeah, uh, you said a lot there that I very much agree with, that both these teams really need a signature win, and Dallas did beat Philly recently, but is Philly a good team? You know, I mean, this version of the Eagles isn't a a Super Bowl-looking caliber team either. Man, what quarterback do you trust more? I think I trust Dak more. I like both offenses a lot, and I don't really worry about the Cowboys' offense, even though last week was a stinker. I
0: I think you have to trust... Dak more yeah at home but i trust tua more in miami in okay so uh, that's fair that way, um i think maybe the way to go would be um and look you, tua is a is a big one here because i don't think we're gonna quite know if if Tua is gonna be able to play here um and uh, you know everything i've seen you know it might be a game time situation to Tyreke, a tyreek you talking about i mean sorry Tyreek. Yeah, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. tyreek because obviously that's huge i expecting you know. him to you you like two more when tyreek is playing right <laughs> so sure that's, sure it's a pretty big deal um i do like miami here i think I the home too. road thing is is real for the cowboys too and it's actually pretty real for the dolphins mm-hmm. and so That's the venue. One and a half points. I'm going to go. I'm going to go take the Dolphins at home and give up the one and a half. I'm going to go Dolphins by a field goal in this one.
1: The Dallas pass rush worries me because I think the the O-line for Miami is pretty questionable. And Parsons could take this game over. But I'm really taking the Dolphins because I think their defense is the better of the two. And certainly is playing much better than, you know, in recent memory. They, they kind of did a lot of this last week, but I could see Ramsey just following C.D. Lamb, which all of a sudden you got to count on Cooks and Ferguson and those type of guys and what could be a real high-scoring game. I'm looking at an over-under of 51, which has to be one of the highest of the league. You know, weather's not going to be a problem. Whether, uh, highest of the week, I mean, I'll take the home team here. It's just not a big enough number. I, I like the home team here.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree with you there. We're green a little bit. Uh, I know, this- too much. <laughs> Here's a stinker of a game, but can the Panthers salvage a little something and ruin the first overall pick for the Chicago Bears while they're doing it? Coming off a big win against the Falcons last week, the Panthers are home dogs here. They're getting five points against the Green Bay Packers. Which Green Bay Packers team is going to show up at Carolina in week 16, Matt? Five-point home underdog Carolina Panthers.
1: By no means am I willing to say Carolina turned any kind of corner last week. I mean, they got a win. They played hard in the rain. They give Chuba the ball a lot. Okay. And they have some pieces on defense. I'll certainly admit that. And boy, do I dislike how the Packers defense is playing right now, too. So there's that. But I just think Green Bay has so much more talent. And I don't think the Packers offense has been a real problem for them. I think love is a success story and is – Light years ahead of where the Panthers' offense is right now, so I think on the on the back of Green Bay's offense all around, Aaron Jones, good young receiving core, I'm going to take the Packers pretty comfortably here.
0: Yeah, I, I like the Packers, uh, and uh, I think Packers win this one by at least a feel, about at least a touchdown, maybe multiple mm-hmm. touchdowns. I think we're going to see. You know, good job Panthers. Weird game, rain. Uh, yeah. I just think the Packers are, are um, such a better football team and. The job Joe Barry's doing on the defense is not good with the with the Green Bay Packers, and he's the the coach I think that's been his job has been called for the second most and the most after Matt Canada's offensive coordinator, (laughs) you know, was actually ended with the with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but. Matt LaFleur said this week he's gonna spend some more time on the defense too. So clearly they know it's a problem. And if they do get that fixed, they're just they're they're too good for the Carolina Panthers. So nice win last week, Panthers. It's not gonna be a, a theme. And I think it's the two-step back, one-step forward Packers. This is the step forward week against a Agreed. you know an inferior opponent. So yeah, give me those Green Bay Packers.
1: Yeah, I thought this line would be over a touchdown.
0: Probably should be. And in last week's oh. game allows you to get a little bit better number, I think, for the Packers because of how things, you know, the recent. Probably Probably it. Panthers. Um, next, we've got Colts Falcons. This is a line that surprises me. It's my easiest line of the week to choose, uh, which means I will probably get it wrong. And then we've got the Thursday nighter to kick off week 16 with the Saints at Rams next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by DoorDash. And there's nothing I associate more with football Than food, and it's probably why that quarantine fifteen hit me so hard. Is never going to come off, Matt, because uh, (laughs) my job is football, so I think about food a lot as well. And uh, you can get a very special offer here with DoorDash. Uh, Because you are a locked on listener. So stay tuned for that and order up pizza, wings, soda, burgers, whatever it is you need when you're watching football on Thursday. Now we got Saturdays. Now we got uh, Sundays. We got Mondays. We've got holidays. I'm sure there's a lot of cooking going on for a lot of you, but some of you don't want to cook. So uh, let DoorDash do the work and bring that right to your door and get 50% off while you're doing it. Get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, turns apply again. That's 50% off up to $10 value. Don't forget to use LOCKED23 as your code. LOCKED23 will get you 50% off up to $10 value uh, on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. We've got the Colts at the Falcons. The Falcons are at home favored, Matt. Yeah. How Atlanta Falcons we just talked about on the Mailbag pod yesterday how Arthur Smith probably on the hot seat and this is an underachieving football team that uh is playing against a team that's fighting for their playoff life that's been playing some really good football recently you got the Colts at the Falcons the Falcons are favored by 1 and I don't like it at all this is an easy one for me give me a g- give me the I'm going to lock this one up man give me the right. Indianapolis Colts I'm even getting a point at the Falcons Sunday, man.
1: I don't get it either. I mean, you and I are agreeing too much. Maybe it's just the holiday season and we're all chummy and all that great stuff. But (laughs) I'm really impressed with the Colts. I think they're very well coached. I think their defensive front is something I vastly underrated this past week. I mean, when they they whipped up on the Steelers, they rushed the passer really, really well. But I do want to give the Falcons defense credit. I think the defense is much improved from a year ago. And, you know, we had a good, good conversation earlier in the week about Arthur Smith. It's not the defense's fault. The defense is playing quite well. I would probably say it's a tenth in the 10th bestie in the league or something along those lines lately, which I'll take. Um, I just worry about Ritter and Keenum. It looks like they're going back to Keenum. It's just, it doesn't even matter to me. And I don't like how they allocate the, the football, of course. I just like what the Colts are doing a lot. So I'm kind of hoping they end up in the playoffs just because I think they're fun. I think they win this game going away. Yeah, the
0: the Colts are a, you know, the Falcons are at home, so they have that going for them here. But the Colts are a a better coach team, in my opinion. Uh, I think they're good up front on both sides of the ball. Uh, Congratulations, by the way, to Michael Pittman, who's going over 1,000 yards already. He's got 1,062. He's got 99 catches. So he's going to have a 100-catch, 1,000-yard season here from quarterback Gardner Minshew. And while Gardner Minshew isn't the greatest quarterback in the league, I think the Colts win in that category as well. So uh, I don't see I do where too. the Falcons are, are better. Th- and I like the way just that the Colts are playing right now versus where the Falcons are. So,
1: yeah, I think Pittman plays too. I mean, everyone saw that huge hit he took here yeah. uh, and uh, I think he's he, going to play.
0: Yeah. It, just We have one second here to talk about yeah. that. I hate the penalty on that because it's such a brutal hit, but it's like, what does the defender do? It's almost I, to the, the point where if you purposely throw a hospital ball in the NFL – that's the best thing you can do because guys can't hit you. And if they hit you, you get an extra 15. Yeah,
1: it's always going to be a penalty. I'm not trying to be a homer. I have no problem with a penalty. I thought an ejection was over the top. And to suspend him for the rest of the season and the playoffs, which they're not going to go to, but I thought it was obscene, to be very honest with you.
0: It's crazy. And, and you're it's, trying to go low, yeah. too, and it's a split second. You don't know that the receiver is going to end up where he ends up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a real problem with that, but it's always going to be a flag. I certainly get that. I mean, any huge collision, scary play gets a flag in today's NFL. Cool. I, I I concede that, you know.
0: You see it a lot with quarterback runs, too, where guys are slowing down, and it's really helping the quarterback get extra yards because they're anticipating and the, the, the slide and don't want to – to hit a guy, and it's getting to the point where you know it's better for a DB just to let a guy make a catch and grab him and drop yeah. him to the ground. It, it's better, and for those guys kids.
1: don't want you going to their knees either. You know, I mean, like, right, I, I don't know. I think the league has a problem, you know,
0: yeah, it, it is it's a problem, and it's too hard to officiate. How about this one? Uh, this is to finish up our six pack. Th- Christmas games week 16. Uh, this one is December 21st. Tonight, Thursday Nighter Saints at Rams, seven and seven Saints fighting for a playoff spot, seven and seven Rams fighting for a playoff spot. The home Rams favored by four, and certainly the Rams are playing better ball right now. How do you see this one going Thursday?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a little shocked this line's only four as well. I mean, it's I, I as we're recording this, it hasn't been announced if Chris Olave is going to play or not. Um, I I thought he was close last week. I think he's a real difference maker for them. It's, it's a lot less dink and dunk when he's in the game. I like what the Saints defense has done, but I just have bad Saints vibes. I mean, I think there could be a coaching change there. I don't think that they're behind their quarterback where the opposite is true for me with the Rams. I mean, McVay right now, it's a, there's a lot of really good candidates, but McVay would be my coach of the year as it stands today. I mean, Houston's got a Houston Cleveland. There's some other ones that have good cases, But the Rams offense is playing basically as well as any in the league not named San Francisco, and their defense is way outkick their coverage. I mean, it's Aaron Donald and the Pips, and they're fine on that side of the ball. So I think they win this game pretty big, to be honest with you.
0: I'll say this, uh, Matthew Stafford's for sure playing the best quarterback uh, of anybody in this game, and, and he's, oh. he's playing phenomenally right now, and his, his, his stats don't look amazing, but some of the throws he's making week to week, and obviously he's got Fresh. a couple of playmakers to throw the ball to, and Kyron Williams on offense. So, yeah, I'm not worried about how things are going on the, uh, on the Rams offense right now, and they're getting good enough offensive line play uh, even though, you know, the research haven't really been there for, you know, it is still kind of a no name team when you look at uh, the roster as a whole, but they're, they're playing good football. And I agree with you with how this team's being coached. And so you got the quarterback, you got the coach. And if you're just based on vibes and maybe that's what, you know, uh, that's what our friends at FanDuel are doing here with the, with the Rams favored by four when you go by vibes. Yeah. They should be favored as even as these teams do look, um, and it's at the Rams' house, and not in the Saints' house. If yeah. it's the Saints' house, I would want to take points with the Saints, but since it's in L.A. with the way these two teams are playing, based on vibes, it's Christmas season. Come on, uh, I think it's the Los Angeles Rams. I like the way McVay has his units going. Four points is kind of a lot, but I, I, I'm going to take the Rams. I just like the no, You know what? Four points is too much, man. It's too even. We
1: can't agree on, on all six. Come on, the
0: NFL's too crazy. It's chaos. Give me the Saints.
1: They the, need it. I mean,
0: they go a know, long way. Can, how do this next year? Let's do a let's do a bet against the vibes. And I bet you'll do really well in the NFL because the way you think it's going, all it takes is four days, and all of a sudden it's like, oh man, it's not going that way anymore.
1: Maybe vibes are all made up, you know. <laughs> the yeah,
0: this is a bet against the vibes. Can't I can't agree with Williamson in our six pack? Give me the nah. Saints, and I'm gonna take those four points. I understand uh, it. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen. That is our week 16 six pack. Matt and I will be back Friday to make the rest of the picks, including those Christmas Day, Monday night triple header games right here, Peacock and Williamson.